Welcome to the Wonder Podcast. My name is Lisa Clark, and on behalf of my co-host Chrissy Dunham and myself, let me just say thank you for joining us today. The Wonder Podcast is for you, whether you're a man, a woman, young, older, married, single. Our mission is to encourage you and get you focused back on the wonders of our great God. Psalm 136 says, to him who alone does great wonders. And to him alone do we dedicate this episode and every episode. So whether you're in the car or on your way to work, at home watching a little one, washing dishes or binge listening on a road trip, which we've heard many of you do, we say thank you. And we pray you enjoy this episode of the Wonder Podcast. Welcome to the Wonder Podcast. My name is Christy Denham and I am here with my ministry partner, Lisa Clark. And we have been on a journey since we last talked to our listeners, and it has been a 21-day journey. Lisa, yes. how are you doing after this journey? <laughs> I am doing great. It, it has been quite a, a journey for sure. And we have, uh, we, we were able to participate in something that uh, we've never done before. I'll, I'll say this. Obviously, we've read our Bibles for 21 days. Obviously, we've done a Bible study. This was something very, very different. And we're so excited to share it with you all tonight um, as we record. Whenever you're listening to this, today, tonight, whatever. But we are recording this late at night because we wanted to get all of our participants on this podcast to hear just the different perspectives and um, and and what how everybody grew through this experiment. So we're super excited about it, aren't we? Absolutely, absolutely. And I met a lady by the name of Carmen a few years ago. I don't even know how long it's been now. I fell madly in love with her. She's a beautiful woman. And when I heard her story that she taught herself Hebrew, I'm like, what? Who does that? She taught herself Hebrew and it has turned into this love for God, love for God's word, like no one I have ever met before. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. When I first met her, I'm like, Lord, this could be the smartest woman on the earth that knows you and your word. And I was blown away by her. Every time I sat with her, I felt like I'd been with the Lord and I just crazy in love with her. So Carmen is on this podcast today with two of our other friends, one new friend, Brandy, young mom, working mom, and Sarah Kalman, which is Lisa and I's good friend, Uh, that we've known for years, woman of the Lord, a warrior. We all came in with different expectations, different things, and we all left blown away after this 21-day journey. So Carmen, welcome to the Wonder Podcast. Tell us a little bit about this 21-day journey that you took us on. Well, thank you for inviting me. Like y'all still like me after 21 days, and I made y'all do all that work. (laughs) No, it's okay. So it's, it's kind of when people ask about this, cause there are a few people generally when people go on this journey, they get so excited about what they've learned that they want other people to come in. So there's people doing it multiple times. I have one group started yesterday and this lady's been through it. This will be her third time. <laughs> she just can't get enough. So it's broken up into three weeks. 
The first week is wisdom, chokmah. The second week is understanding, bina. And the third week is da'at, or knowledge. And those are all part of the lamp of Adonai. So I wanted to take people on, well, I wanted to give them an experience in the word that I think they may have never even known existed. And I knew that, um, you know, doing this, showing them what I have learned, having them participate, you know, as you guys learned, engagement is everything. I mean, I can teach you, anybody can teach anything, but if you never engage in it, you really don't learn anything and there's no change, right? There's no change when, when there's no answerability, there's no change when there's no engagement in the word or engagement with people. So 21 days fits perfectly to learn these things, to go through the Mishle, through the proverb, to see these visions, to see these Hebrew word visions that you can't unsee. Um, so there's so, there's so much to it. There's a lot of teaching, uh, of course, in the 21 days. There's a Zoom teaching for to kick off each week, but then there's 21 days straight of everybody digging into God's word and then feeding one another. So are there any, what I'll leave out? Yes. I think that that's it. Go ahead, Lisa. Well, I was just going to say, so I like titles, right? So the title of this is 21 days, the Musar skills for living, Musar skills for life. So what is that? Because I think that's what originally intrigued me. I'm like, so what is this Musar? What is this skills for living? Tell us about that, Carmen. So I didn't make up the word. (laughs) <laughs> it's actually in the Bible. So, you know, people are like, what is that? You know, well, okay. So it's Musar is shows up in your Bibles around 51 times. Most of those times are in the book of Proverbs. And what the word Musar means, it's, it's often translated as discipline or correction or instruction. But as you learned, every Hebrew, if it's a noun, it has a root verb that teaches you what the action is, what we're supposed to do. So the root word of Musar is Yasar. That means to turn the head. That's all it means. So what happens, what's actually happening through this process is the Holy Spirit is turning our heads back onto that way of life. Sometimes we know when we're missing the mark. Sometimes we don't. So when we have God's word and we are, you know, keeping the Torah, keeping God's instruction as the apple of our eye, we see things that we didn't see before. So engaging in the word like that for every day, you know, every day. And, and that was part of the practice. That's what I wanted people to learn is not only do you do this every day, but you learn a skill that you, you use this practice anywhere in your Bible from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22, you can use these skills to uh, begin to understand what these words mean and what they can mean for you in the original language. So I loved my journey and I learned so much. And I know at the end of this, Lisa and I are going to give our comments on what we learned and what we thought about the journey. But I want to start with our good friend, Sarah. Sarah has walked with the Lord for many years, has been a faithful disciple of Christ, has led people to Christ, has mentored young women, has raised a family of three, has a successful marriage. And when I think of a godly woman, I think of Sarah Kalman. 
So Sarah was invited to go on this journey with us. We invited a lot of people, uh, but it's a big commitment. The commitment is for 21 days, these group of women that you have started this journey with, you hold each other accountable. And sometimes I would write at 10 o'clock at night. Sometimes it'd be at five in the morning, depending on my day, but I have to have accountability. I have to have discipline. Sarah's words were always so eloquent, always so well thought out, and you could tell she'd been with the Lord. So Sarah, I want you to tell our listeners what this experience was for you, what it meant to you, and how it changed you. Hey, well, um, thank you, one, for inviting me to do it, and um, what a blessing it was. And honestly, I had just told friends about a week prior to you all inviting me to join you on this little 21-day journey that I kind of hit this dry spot in my study time with the Lord. And I I honestly think it was just kind of, it carried over from just feeling isolated in this quarantine COVID thing that we were going through. And I know that's kind of silly because we shouldn't feel isolated when we're with the Lord, right? We're never alone, but I, that's how I was feeling. I mean, the the few days leading up to this, I was just kind of really struggling. So this came along at a really good time for me because it breathed this like, life into studying God's word. And it was just, it was so refreshing. It was so encouraging. I loved getting to do it with my friends. I felt like, like Chrissy said, there was accountability in it there. It it strengthened my discipline. It also, I felt like not only did my, my relationship with the Lord grow as a result, but my relationship with these women also felt grew because this community, we went, it went to a whole different level of friendship and just knowing each other as well as knowing the Lord. So that I will say it was, I will say it was, I've studied God's word. Um, I've done a lot of Bible studies. I would say it was probably one of the harder things I've ever done. I will, I will echo what Lisa and um, Chrissy have already said, but I think when we do hard things, God blesses that, especially when we're doing hard things because we desire to know him more and to live for him. And so it truly was a blessing. I mean, I can't, I cannot recommend it enough. It truly did just, it blew me away. Um, Just gave me a greater understanding for God's word. And like, I think Carmen had already said about the Hebrew language. I knew very little about the Hebrew language. So in the beginning, it was very overwhelming to try to understand other language, even down to like, I I mean, it would just look like, I don't know. It was just crazy. I mean, you started looking at it at first, but then how quickly the Lord revealed such great things and gave me greater understanding of his word through this parsing of Hebrew and the Hebrew translations and words. Um, there's one particular word that I will never, ever read in scripture ever again. Well, there's actually multiples, but one, I can't even say just one, but one in particular that stood out to me again and again, because in Proverbs, it says hear a lot or listen or listen, my son. And And in Hebrew, I learned that that word means to listen, not only listen and hear, but it also means to obey. There's no distinguish between the two. Whereas I think sometimes, well, in the English language, those are two different words. And so when God's scripture says here, it's not just let's listen to this. It's, it's listen to this and apply it to your life. And so that was just like a light bulb moment for me. How many times I take in God's word, but then am I actually taking action? And the Hebrew words all have a verb. So it requires our faith to be put into action. And what am I doing about this word that I'm ingesting? Am I doing something with it or am I just taking it in? So that was something that I took from it for sure. 
And I also learned that again and again, I was just reminded that um, discipline and correction and chastening is a good thing. And that if I despise it, I'm a fool. I'm a fool. And so that God gives that and he does those things. He loves us and teaches us. He, musar, he wants to musar us so that he um, gives us this extra, extraordinary kind of life that is found in him and him alone. And I found that in these 21 days. I found more of it in these 21 Am I there yet? Have I arrived? Absolutely not. I have a lot more teaching and understanding and wisdom and knowledge and all that oneness with God to gain. But this journey definitely got me to a different level. It was just, it was awesome. Well, Sarah, you mentioned parse, parsing the scripture. And that is a word that we all learned when we got started on this. Uh, the, the word parse, and I don't really know what the word means, but I know what you do with it. <laughs> You're going to take a word. So what we did, just to get practical with this, because people are listening going, but what did a day look like? You know, what did a day look like as you did this? And Sarah mentioned parse. So we would take a chapter of, of Proverbs and we would parse a verse, two var- verses, five verses or whatever. What does that mean? That means taking every individual word in that verse and taking it back to the Hebrew and seeing exactly what it meant. Sarah already mentioned um, the word here. One word for me that I thought was, that kind of stuck out to me was fear. And um, I looked, I loved looking at that word and seeing what's it talking about here in this scripture exactly, because when it's, it's used in different ways as we, as we learn, as we journeyed through this, but um, Sarah had a flair with her parsing that, um, you know, I know I didn't have, and I always looked forward to hearing what Sarah (laughs) had to say, because she, um, it was either drawn out really cool or she's just very creative. And so her parsing, parsing took that flavor. Um, and it really is interesting as you parse through these scriptures and you get to the bottom, um, your personality comes out because what's going to come alive to me in a scripture is it, somebody else isn't even going to notice. And that's what makes this Musar group, this group of women, Um, that are learning these skills for life. That's what makes it so special because we're sharing from different personalities and different vibes as we look at the scripture and it's just making it so rich, so rich. So um, Sarah, thank you. Thank you for sharing. And now Brandy's going to give us a little, Brandy um, has, she was our young gun in the group, a young mom, a teacher, and, and going back to school was happening exactly at the same time that these 21 days, this huge commitment was happening. So Brandy, um, welcome to the podcast and, and let us hear from you now. Thank you for having me. Yes, it was um, a very intense 21 days of study for me, but it was um, really life-changing. I was definitely in a spiritual slump before um, this 21 days of Musar and, um, had been for the last year, maybe, you know, asking the Lord, just please ignite a fire in my heart, help me to crave your word. And, um, I, I believe this is the way that he ignited that fire for me. Um, I was, I feel like I was very much starving myself spiritually, um, just with being a, a busy mom and working and um, keeping the household together. So um, 
21 days of Musar, it was, um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. In the beginning, it was a lot of work. I probably spent an hour and a half parsing one verse <laughs> the very first day. And, um, it, it, I quickly, you know, gained those skills, realized how to use the tools that were given to me and, um, was a lot more proficient as the days progressed. But, um, the, what I loved the most about this journey, this 21 days together, uh, was the accountability that we had between our group. Um, if I had known that there was going to be a response to each day of parsing, I think I would have, um, probably opted out of the study. Honestly, that was, um, when I found that it was very intimidating to me and it was really because I was in such a, you know, spiritual starvation, a slump. And, um, Satan was just whispering to me, you can't provide anything that's worth, you know, hearing. And, um, and gosh, I just feel like once I started to dig in, the Lord really spoke to me every day and, um, gave me the confidence and the knowledge that I could study scripture and understand what he's revealing to me, um, and, uh, contribute. So that was really great for me. The, um, the thing that I really loved, um, and Carmen talked to us about this the very first day was we learned about the lamp of Adonai and the lamp of the wicked. And um, I'm a very visual learner. So having those out in front of me every day as I did my parsing really helped me to make connections that um, I probably would have overlooked otherwise. So um, the um, just coming from a, a place where my lamp, where we need to be filled with the oil, receiving oil from Christ, from God, coming from a place where my lamp was very depleted um, I asked myself, how can I burn? How can I, my lamp burn and be a light for the world, for my kids, for my, my husband, for my friends, for my family, if I don't have any oil in there, if I'm not filled up. And, um, the answer for that question, how do I fill up my lamp was to stay in God's word and to, um, really meditate on him, investigate the scriptures, um, emulate Christ and then apply his counsel. I love that, Brandy. And I loved hearing from you and watching you grow during this process, actually watching all of us grow. And like I said, we would get responses from people all throughout the day, uh, sometimes early in the morning, sometimes late at night. Uh, but there was always something going on. And when your phone would go off, you couldn't wait to see when you saw Wonder Women. You're like, oh my goodness, what's happened? What has someone discovered? So it was a lot like a treasure hunt to me because everyone got something different. Even if they parsed the same verse, one person got something different than the other one. And I know for me, uh, just taking it back to the original language and understanding what the true meaning is, of course, the translators did the best they could. They were led by the Holy Spirit. But when you take it back to that original language and you see the real meaning of a word, it jumps off the page, it comes to life, and that scripture reads totally different. And as Sarah said, it turned your head. It turned your head to see something for the very first time. And for me, Lisa, 
Um, one of the things, I'm not a disciplined person at all. I am not disciplined with my food. People that know me, I'm not disciplined. Um, in quiet times, I'm not disciplined in a lot of things. This provided a way for me to be held accountable and I loved it because I knew I needed to dig and dig deep and hear what the Lord had for me that day. I'm a girl that I would get my uh, devotion uh, and read it. And if it was Genesis 1-1, I have that memorized. Why do I need to go read that? Well, as you know, the word of God is alive and it's living. And that wasn't a constant habit of mine, but it was becoming that just, you know, like I, I know that first, so I'm not even going to go look it up because I know what it says. And this brought everything to life for me. And one thing that Carmen said, you know, sometimes people just depart wisdom on you and you don't even know, they don't even realize it. Um, and one day she said, girls, we have to get up early and we have to get fresh manna. We cannot be living on the manna from yesterday. We cannot be living on old manna. So that got me that anytime I see Genesis 1-1, I need to go read it because the Lord has something new and fresh for me. And if I parse that and take it back, I'm going to learn something new each and every time. I don't want to live on old manna anymore. I want fresh manna each and every day from the Lord. And one of the verses that stuck out to me in Proverbs, there were several, but just because of who I am, the one that talked about a lazy sluggard. And when I went to look up some of those words, it talked, I, I, you know, you dig and you keep digging and you end up in commentaries and all over the place. But because I knew that was an issue in my life, I spent some time there. And, you know, being a lazy sluggard, one of the commentaries said, you decide in the morning who you're going to be, if you're going to be a lazy sluggard or not. If you turn over and hit that snooze or you decide I'm not going to get up because I'm too tired or the kids have been up all night or, you know, I stayed up late doing this or whatever it is. The Lord taught me, you are not a lazy sluggard. You're going to get up. And because of this 21-day journey, I've always been an early riser, but I've goofed around getting coffee and goofing around. And then I get in the Word. I get up. I get in the Word because I don't want to be a lazy sluggard. That actually just, it, it scarred me when I read that. Like, you are not a lazy sluggard. You've got to get up. Get your manna. Get busy. Figure out what the Lord has for you that day so that you have something to give. Get in the light. So. That was a head turner for me, a game changer for me, and I'll never be the same because of the words Carmen's book, but also that verse um, that about being a lazy sluggard. I don't want to be that. Now, Lisa, my friend, a lot of her verses had to do with gray hair. I don't know if y'all noticed that, that she referred to the gray hair a lot, and she talked a lot about that. So I think she's concerned about this crown of gray that she learned about. Was that right, Lisa? I am concerned about it. And in fact, I'm, I think I've gone, I went dark about 10 years ago and my hair went back to more of my natural color, so they say, but I am, I'm getting a lot grayer and it's every three weeks is about to do me in on this <laughs> hair color thing. So I think I'm going back light. So Chrissy, we're going to be looking a lot like yeah. this for the next few weeks. I don't know. But I did talk a lot about the gray hair. I don't know. It's kind of a crown of glory or that's exactly what the scripture says. So let's just take it back to the scripture. All right. But um, yeah. And Chrissy, 
a lazy sluggard, I think you are the last person I would ever think consider a lazy sluggard, girl. You do not sit down. So um, I'm glad that scripture meant something to you, but you are the last person I would consider a lazy sluggard. Let me just report that for the record. Um, and I just want to say thanks to Brandy too, because, um, you know, Brandy, being on this journey with you and just seeing it from your eyes, Mm -hmm. um, it was just so pure, everything that you shared, and it really enriched the whole experiment, this whole 21 days of Musar skills for life. Carmen already mentioned um, the, the Hebrew word for wisdom, hakma, which means skills training. And I think one thing, one of the few things that meant so much to me on this during this 21 days of just being in the Proverbs, and that's what we're parsing every day and looking at, was we go to so many places for wisdom, and we've taken in information. I mean, we are an information society. Things are coming at us left and right, um, but, but that's just foolish if that's where we're going for our wisdom. You know, the scripture is our wisdom. This is, this is where we, where we go. And, and so the turning of our head back to that is what this process was about. It was turning our heads back into the scripture and realizing, and we talked about this several times, but I saw on day like 12 and 15 and 19, that my responses to people were different. The way I looked at other people was different. The way I treated my husband was different. Everything changed because I was diligently in the word every day. I was in fellowship with other believers. I mean, I cannot tell you enough about how this just changes your whole mindset, your whole heart when you're in the scripture and you're seeing it for what it really is. When you're taking it back to what it really is and what God really wanted us to gain and learn from this. Brandy mentioned the lamps, and I think those lamps were just such a beautiful illustration of filling ourselves up with this wisdom. And that's what's going to be poured out on our loved ones and the people in our path. Uh, many times during our, um, Carmen met with us three different times via Zoom and, and trained us and taught us. And one time she said, you know, we, we're, on a, we're, on, we're on a one of two roads in this life. We're on the road to righteousness or we're on the road to destruction. And she said the difference between the two roads is sacrifice. That road to righteousness, we are sacrificing ourselves. We're laying ourselves down in, in adoration of Adonai. When we're on that other road to destruction, we're sacrificing each other. And man, what a visual, what a visual. Uh, we have to, Jesus said, take up my cross, you know, take it up and follow me. And there is sacrifice involved in the Christian life and it's self-sacrifice. And Jesus was the perfect model for what that looked like because he gave it all. He sacrificed everything for us. And so that really meant a lot to me um, during this time of just, 
um, you know, what am I sacrificing on a daily basis? And is it all about me? And am I so worried about myself and my this and my that? Or am I laying my life down every day for my friends? Am I laying my life down for my savior, for my family? And um, so that was one of those visuals that you're just like, whoa, <laughs> this, this really got to my heart. Um, and, um, and I was so thankful for that. And really the word pictures, when you study the scripture like this, the word pictures are just so beautiful of just the scripture just comes alive. So we can't say enough about um, the 21 day skills for living, the Musar skills for living for life. Uh, we are going to link everything on this podcast on the notes section um, when you when you turn it tune into the podcast, but also on our Instagram so that you'll know how to get in touch with Carmen in case you want to be a part of a group to do this. Um, Carmen, give us some last minute thoughts or um, or um, instructions on how to how to do this. Okay, well, you can go to my website if you want to. Uh, it's mariasofgrace.com. In the about section, you'll see a little part that talks about uh, Musar. Uh, I started out doing this one-on-one, -on -one, but quickly saw that there's much more fruit in a group because I don't do life with these people. So when the group comes, they're, they're already doing life together and they continue. Like this is a journey they continue after. The 21 days so they can go there and they can find out it doesn't specifically talk about the 21 days but it does talk about musar they can get a hold of me there ask all the questions and um i'll we'll get set up with a date and a time um yeah i think one of the biggest things as you were talking about the two roads the two lamps and the two ways we have to understand that there's the two wisdoms and james lays it out which wisdom are we operating in? They produce very different things. One, we die to receive the wisdom from that side. And one, we just sacrifice everybody else, like you were saying on that broad road. So it's just interesting when you see these things, you don't take for granted your walk. You don't take for granted the spirit. You hear God's spirit. You don't want to blaspheme, reject, in all of those words that we studied in week two, the Holy Spirit. So it's important that we know and that we hold one another answerable to it is written. Well, thank you, Carmen, for introducing us to Chokma. Is that correct? Chokma. Um, it's an amazing, amazing journey. And I would encourage everyone to go and check this out. And it reminded me so much of the Acts 2 church that daily they gather together. And to me, this was a taste of that. And it was just an exciting journey to do with old friends and new friends. So get a group and learn your home. Get wise. Choose the right road. Uh, Lisa and I are so grateful for Carmen and for what she's taught us and for Sarah and Brandy. So we look forward to hearing from our listeners and the groups that they've formed. Right, Lisa? Right. Looking forward to hearing from you all. And um, you will be very blessed if you participate in something like this. It's, it's been life-changing for us. So thank you all for being on. And um, we can't wait to uh, continue the journey down the road. God bless you all. <laughs> <laughs>